How many boys? Count off. 16. <laughs> that's, that's too high a number. <laughs> also, if there are 16 of you, you need to go last, buddy. They were craw- they were clawing at the outside of the house, and now the boys have come, have come inside the house. All 16 boys. <laughs> One of them's chewing on my television. My, my litter of boys. My it's litter. my new TV show called The Boys in That Boys Are in the House. There's 16 of them. <laughs> you need to call pest control. <laughs> Their father was a scorpion and laid 16 <laughs> eggs. <laughs> scorpion boys. Here we are. We's the scorpion uh, boys. Boys will be scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got tails, pinchy, pinchy arms, but the heart of a boy. <laughs> we love our mom. Our human mom. A scorpion boys love a human mom. <laughs> Long ago in a distant land. Welcome back. It's Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Andy. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. And today, you know, it's the third week of our cat's arc, and today we're filthy cats. We're just gross little feral piece of shit alley cats, and we're off on a weird, gross adventure, just eating trash and rolling in it. Me, yeah, we love trash and eating it and and (laughs) loving and rolling in it. And we, we keep fighting and making those awful sounds. (laughs) <laughs> oh, those good yowlings. Yeah. I, I like licking a boot to see if it has flavor in it. Turns out, yes. Yes, a it lot. It certainly does. <laughs> and I'm it's wild boots. about it. I've yeah. got a dead thing and I'm showing it off. <laughs> Fuck. I want that dead thing. Mm-mm-mm. I feel like we must be on we must be on some sort of like like high concept fival adventure, you know? But about cats like traveling across the country. Are we hitchhiking? Are we what, what, what are we up to? <laughs> Are we on a are we on a trip to Mexico? Ooh, yeah, we're going to Mexico. There we go. We can take it right from our very first show. <laughs> the worst idea in the world. We're just three shitty oh. cats trying to trying to hitchhike our way down to Mexico and eating as much trash as we can along the way. Uh, and by trash, I do mean the two shows that we watched today, which are called Slacker Cats and All Purpose Cultural Cat Girl Nuku Nuku. I, I, yeah, I look, I won't be silent any longer. This is, <laughs> this is an awful lineup. This is a grim lineup we have today, <laughs> you guys. Um, I, ah, boy, I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna dive right in soon enough, but, but before we do, I mean, just know that if you watched Slacker Cats uh, sort of along with us for this episode, I'm, Deeply uh, sorry. I'm deeply yeah. sorry. Uh, I thought you were going to say, if you watch Slacker Cats, unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> also that. No, no, no. But if actually also us, that. If you found us because you love Slacker Cats, this is. Yeah. This stop is, listening. Because honestly, it's enough of a value judgment about who you are if you like that show <laughs> that I don't want to be associated, you know? Um, oh, man. I don't. I mean, we don't. We don't often. There's always something to talk about in any show. I think that's true. The The length of time we can talk about it is definitely variable. But when we... I mean, there's certainly plenty to say about this one. Yeah. <laughs> Just so upset about the time. The time <laughs> I can never get back. 
we spent three weeks, three three whole weeks talking about fish police, right? And that was that <laughs> was did. awful. But yes. It's just it's it's fascinating when like basically with somewhat of a random spread assigning the cat cartoons we decided we wanted to watch to the various weeks that the that both of these landed here and I'm not really sure how how much of a fun time this is gonna be but I'm excited for it. No, it's it's gonna get a little blue. I think mm-hmm. we thought that there'd be a, a a deep well of of cat shows and, and to a degree there are but shows about cats with cats in the name was not as deep as we wound up uh, having. And uh, yeah. Slacker Cats made its way onto the shortlist, and boy, do I regret that criteria. <laughs> it's, uh, God, it's bad. It's violently bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I messaged you guys in the middle of me watching it because halfway through Slacker Cats, and admittedly, I was I was tired that day, I had fallen asleep in my desk chair. Uh, and I think it was out of some sort of self-defense, trying not to mm-hmm. acknowledge yeah. what was like, in front of me. Your body played possum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No sort more. of fainting goat defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. was really rough, really rough. Uh, but you know, we I think I think we I think we do have to start talking about it now because yeah, it's like it's like band aid ripping. You got to do it. And we yeah. know a thing or two about band aids uh, as alley cats because I just ate because we're enabling them. <laughs> so uh let's dive right in. Well, meow 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 meow, my mouth's full of bones. <laughs> oh. You don't sound so good, dude. <laughs> I'm about to fight the shit out of you. <laughs> Is this coming from a recent place with yes! you, Andy? A- Andy's in some sort of distressed kitten heat where he's both no. deeply upset and un- no. <laughs> uh, unapologetically were- randy. <laughs> there were two cats outside my bedroom last night, and they were just making the most awful noises. And then they'd fight a lot, and then they'd make the noises again. And it was like a whole hour. <laughs> oh, that kind of relationship. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know what that I, I have that kind of relationship with Slacker Cats, the first show we watched. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell me more. Okay, so uh, Slacker Cats won. It's Mexico. Um, Buckley and Eddie want to take a vacation in Mexico. But they are unsuccessful in boarding the airplane. They decide to simply pretend that they are in Mexico. Meanwhile, ignored in the search of a friend, Tabitha brings home the corpse of a cat that died on the freeway. That that should set the tone pretty well for <laughs> uh, for what you're getting into for a kind of madcap, uh, incorrigible hijinks we're getting into uh, with this ABC Family animated <sighs> cartoon. Man. No, what really sets the tone, the very first words you hear in this episode really just alerted me because it was, do you ever fake a purr? And then it was like this whole fake an orgasm joke situation about cats purring. Do you ever fake a purr? Sure. I know if I get any sleep. I can't. You know, I want to sometimes, you know, Louise is stroking me, but not quite in the right place. And again, yeah, ABC (laughs) family. Oh, yeah, they went there. <laughs> and uh not 10 seconds later we find out one of them has eaten a pager um i guess for a 
gag about it makes him the eating the pager was an odd weird flip i and then anyway he goes and takes a dump yeah yeah lots of fart sounds because he has to poop out the pager and the fart sounds sort of like you know tumble and cavalcade into the intro sequence as like yeah this is a good joke to sort of get us there it is it is but it's upsetting but it does tell you a lot about the show (laughs) whoa i think it's on the move you better have plenty living that tray buckley oh i can't watch this Here's our show. And you're like, yeah, yep, here's our show. This is, I hope you feel similarly about it. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, it has this, the trappings of every, um, reject penny arcade webcomic sound alike sort of from the early mid aughts. That right. was, you know, the, the, the family guy aesthetic, the eyes that, that are heavy on the eyelids. Well, it's flash and, animation too. Right? Yeah, yeah, and like it's like these two gamers love sitting on a couch and being <laughs> slightly misogynistic. Look out! They like playing Maybe classic a video games. Yeah, they're gonna go there. Oh yeah, we went there, and <laughs> they're gonna you know do that bullshit. And it's you know it's 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 nasty. It's it's bad. Um, the history of this show is kind of interesting though. Um, I guess because I guess. it's kind I mean, of because Leica. The, the Leica. So the studio think about the best studio currently in claymation stop motion animation is Leica. I mean, they're kind of the only one who's still doing it. But with, a, a, a you know, a Kubo and the two strings, which made me weep. Uh, Coraline, <laughs> just, you know, some which some made really, me weep. Other great, movies, <laughs> some great movies. Yeah. Paranorman's great. Look, which made me weep. <laughs> I, no, you're not. You're not wrong. They make really decent content now. They were involved in this for no good reason. It's like right. the weirdest sore thumb in their like resume. Yeah, and I watched the original pilot, the um, the like five minute short that this became. Well, that 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 sort of then went on to become what we had to watch today. Uh, and that <laughs> five minute short is in stop motion claymation, and. Yeah. It's a lot better. It's not mm. great, but it's a lot better. Um, and the whole plot is trying to get the pager out of the stomach of the uh, of oh, the. Oh, that's why there's the pager in there for that. No reason. The pager it's... is a vestigial remnant of uh, this original pilot, and the pager is in there, and all they just have a single plot, and they're just like this pager. You swallowed my my owner's pager, and we're just trying to get it out of your tummy. Um, and Tabitha shows up, and it's worth noting. That the design for Tabitha in the Leica original short, she just looks like a tabby cat. She's not sure. pink. She doesn't have lipstick and a bow and a bust line. And a uh, torn she, ear. We, well, well, this one has a torn ear. Oh, okay, but okay, it just okay. looks like a tabby cat with a torn ear. And she has the same voice actress, who's great. She's I liked her a lot. It was really, the one, really yeah. good. Yeah, Once. one bright, bright spot. <laughs> so it's not um, a silver lining, but there's um, there's a spot of silver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right right but so so this original pilot i don't know apparently there was something that was seen in that and then they got rid of all of the craftsmanship uh all sure. of the uh you know interesting stop motion animation and everything and then made it into this like family guy the stewie and brian you know 
laughathon with Ugh. gamer cats that have no it's, interesting design and it's just awful. It's also just so weird. I mean, like when you when you think about it from like various angles, like ABC Family is not the place for this show. If it was even no. going to possibly no. have a su- successful run, ABC no. Family was not the right network. But also ABC Family is like, you know, owned by Disney. Like this is a Disney cartoon. All, yeah. you know, technically, if you go from the money all the way up. Mm-hmm. And that's weird, too. Because it's yeah. so bad and so, like, pointlessly edgy and, like, raunchy without being funny. Like, it somehow misses the funny at every turn. No, there are no jokes in this show. No, because they do what I find to be the most... Um, It's not upsetting. It's just... It, it's I see it so often, and it's, it's just such lazy hackery of uh, anthropomorphic characters just mentioning things about the animal they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's... It's framed as if it's like observational humor, but it's not. They don't do any. They don't take it in any interesting direction. It's just a reference to the fact that they're ca- they're cats, so they purr. Right. So, I, cool. Okay, and they're cats, so they <laughs> shit in a cat box, and they're cats, so they whatever else. It's but but it's, also they they can talk to humans and communicate with humans normally, and all humans can talk to cats. And so this this logic starts to really fall apart. I know comedy doesn't have to have perfect logic, but this but, it, mm. you know, rules make it, the game fun. We've said that. before. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, but, it, it starts it starts to disintegrate the uh, why are they acting like animals? Right. Um, yeah. When they're right. yeah. if they can order plane tickets with a woman at a travel agency and yeah. the woman will just take their credit card and be like, mm, you're cats. How can you? How do you have? <laughs> $6,000. I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. Nothing matters. Here's a credit card. We're going to fly on a plane and there's yeah. no. Well, and then in the other breath, they talk about having an owner, like a person right. who owns them. So, yeah, that makes it weird, too. Their owner played by uh, played by. Uh, oh, our, our hero, our friend, Nicole our Sullivan. Hero, Nicole Sullivan, who, boy, we were just watching Clone High and I hate yeah. that. I hate that I have to. <laughs> say clone high and slacker cats in the same breath um because boy it's so much better we just she's could be a bit of a clone michael kane she says yes to just about everything she can right, right. totally sure. which is yeah, well you know no shade I mean, we, but you wind no. up in slacker cats yeah we haven't talked about we haven't talked about the reason that we wanted to watch this uh, oh, we haven't talked my... we haven't discussed the sinbad in the room exactly the sinbad <laughs> in the room is is has, needs to be mentioned which is that when we saw that there was a show we'd never heard of called Slacker Cats, and we sort of peeked at it, and then we saw Sinbad's name, we knew that it was either going to be so bad or just, like, great and awful. Uh, turns mm. out it's just really bad, and he does it's, nothing to save it. Yeah. Uh, Neither does Rocket Man's Harlan Williams. <laughs> <laughs> right. Those are our two main characters. Also, Freakazoid, the show, completely lied to us because they told us the network had safeguards against Sinbad getting another TV <laughs> <But> show. Sinbad. <laughs> He did get a new, another show, and it, it see what happened. <laughs> All the air in the world turned to wood. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, so there's there's there are a couple maybe redeeming qualities to this show. I like Emo Phillips' character. I love Emo Phillips as an actor, and so uh, some of that carries over. A right. little bit of goodwill is wasted, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, so his character, his. His character is actually a kind of a fun, like maybe sort of 
left turn for this show's concept. He's like, his name's Duper, and he, I don't know if he's like just crazy or like a tweaker or something, but he's constantly just sort of thinking about hell and how hell is coming to like take over the world, and he's just scared all the time. Uh-huh. And he had a few good lines, and I liked, I liked his energy. When sinners die, they go to hell, right? But there's been so many bad people since the beginning of the world, there can't be no more room in hell. So they gotta build up. Cursed skyscrapers full of the damned. And now hell is so tall, it's inches under our feet. Inches! They introduce it in a weird way, though. They, like, they threaten him with the existence of hell long before we've established that he's some kind of Mm. Dante's inferno of phobe. Yeah. 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 It, and this is this is pilot syndrome though. Like first yeah. episode is going to have this sort of weird revolving door of showing all the characters and yeah. so Mrs. Boots played by Nisi Nash is going to show up without any real bit of substance to the plot, you know? No. Yeah, you're they're totally gonna, right. They're going to bring yeah. in Duper just cuz he's got to be there. They're going to bring in, you know, look at our wacky cast, look at Tabitha and her new thing. Yeah. Tabitha um, and her penchant for Making out with corpses? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a fun character trait. Cool. Wow, fun. I will I will say that Mrs. Boots had a great line delivery. She, like, when she shows up and they're, they're talking about, like, oh, is there a Mr. Boots? And she says, <laughs> Eddie, as you know, there is no Mr. Boots. I did not choose my name. It's a whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little funny. And I like um, it's a whimsy. It's, it's yeah, I don't know. it's still very presentational middle school yes. play dialogue. But I hated like the cats versus dogs, the film of the like the the world building she introduces, like the whole mm-hmm. cat community is talking about your Ugh. big old f up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I what? Who cares? One, what cat community? We don't know. Them. And <laughs> two, uh, who gives a fuck anyway? And three, world building is bad. Um. It's it's awful. It's awful yeah. lazy writing. Yeah. Yeah. There is a run of uh, there is a, a series of plot beats in this episode that is just I don't know how you write this poorly and make it to television. It All the cats me. know each other. Woo. <laughs> no, so there is a there is a bit of writing where they miss their flight to Mexico because they paid for a flight to Mexico and they want to be cats in Mexico sleep all the time. Right, they, they only they slept because they're uh, slackers, they're and so slacker they cat. they miss out on an interesting plot for an episode, <laughs> and yeah. so they decide to sit around their city and do things that are kind of like being in Mexico. And there is a series where they, oh, we should go tanning. Oh, we need suntan oil. Hey, suntan oil costs money. We need money, so let's uh, respond to this lost cat ad. By having Duper crawl inside the corpse of the missing cat and present itself to the family so they can get a reward money so we can buy suntan oil mm-hmm. to sit mm-hmm. in the... And it's not... It's, it's mm-hmm. just a middle so thing in the middle of the stupid. plot. It's so much explanation. Also, their very first thing they want to do in their fake Mexico uh, uh, trip is ride a mechanical... Not a mechanical bull, but that's the sort of... That's what they're invoking. You yeah, know, Mexico's right. famous for all the mechanical bulls. Um, yeah. And do rodeos. They do rodeos. 
And they do that thing where they like they they take a bunch of like paint and they they write like L in front of all the the signage on their street, and so it's like uh, like L Giant Hammer and Los Sidewalk, and they do all this weird shit that's like I don't know, kind of upsetting, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's oh, really absolutely it's, it's, it's really a, not great. It's you know it's a like frat Cinco de Mayo party. Yeah, <laughs> uh, about as upsetting as that is. And okay, I know I said that I like Duper, but I have to say that like out of outside of any context, the stuff that happens to Duper is so upsetting that it's, it's almost inc- pretty funny. Like it's really upsetting, but like in a like t- like treated a little differently, it could have been very funny because y- yeah. it's, it's so absurd the fact that he has to like not just weekend at Bernie's, but like you know wear a dead cat like a suit and like it made live me with physically ill. Honestly, oh, it's so I mean- bad. But he has to, like, live with this little girl, and she's freaking out, and he's, like, doing the duper thing of, like, just no context bringing up hellfire all the time. And at the end, when they get, uh, they're going to, you know, he's going to get cremated because they think that they, like, play like he's really died this time to save duper. They can't get him out. The mom has nailed shut the cat door. Right. So the new plan <laughs> is play dead and we'll rescue at the funeral. And at this funeral... Uh, they they somehow survive because ah thank goodness we bought that suntan oil and so they just lather each other up with suntan oil uh, and or sunscreen or whatever it is yeah and survive uh, the cremation with cream <laughs> and in a in a moment which again in a different context would have been really funny is they're like the urn busts open these cats fall out the like <laughs> duper wearing the corpse rises from the goop and the little girl is staring at him and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually there's something there's a nugget there that could have been really fun or like fucked up but just enough that it was cool and they i don't know it just they blows blow it. completely off the other side they blow it yeah they because the show has it. has already turned the contrast up to 100 so there's really no room to add dark fucked up because mm-hmm. we opened the show on a cat shitting a pager into a shit box <laughs> right right <laughs> There's just yeah. no room to grow. Yeah. We're there. We started at that level and we stayed there consistently throughout right. the show. Like this and isn't the problem, moral oral or whatever. Right. The problem too is that the tone around it, because again, like controlling tone is is like mm-hmm. the only way you approach that darkness and you actually get some some kind of humor out of it. But yeah. because you have these two, you know, snide assholes going, well, that happened. And we also <laughs> already, this is already, we've already rung that bell twice. Tabitha fucks a dead cat and then they yeah. sew their friend yep. inside of it. It's already way more morbid than just a girl, like, yes. Right. And there's this sort of like Seinfeld ending of a girl seeing a cat and thinking it's a zombie. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. That's kind of, that's too whimsical. Right. Build up to that one gross moment, but they've already, you know, they, they blew it. Yeah. Like they, of, of the Tabitha has spent the whole first act of this episode talking about how much she likes to make out with Flatman, the, the, this corpse, the roadkill this boy, roadkill corpse that she doesn't understand is dead because she's loopy. Oh, and she's so loopy. How funny. Again, her her work is good. I mean, her the voice, voice work is, is funny. Really, the, the character yeah. is not anything. Yeah. The, she has she a line. I want to well leave performed. some room for for clip drops where she they took the corpse from her when she's like cuddling up with Flatman. Right. She has a line about like, oh, Flatman, <gasps> love a girl and leave her. <laughs> and it's, yeah. you know, like she does that well. 
mm-hmm. but you still feel bad. <laughs> you just feel gross. Uh, and so, then she finds a cow, a dead cow, and she's like, oh, flat cow, I'm going to mm. fuck this cow. Like, <laughs> Basically, yeah. Fuck this show. So, okay, so not to not to keep beating a dead cat, but I, I do need to say. Or a dead cow or a flat man. <laughs> not to poop my own uh, pager. Oh, I'm going to poop it out. <laughs> uh, I feel like I have, a, I have an example of. Uh, the the type of joke that they're constantly doing that isn't funny for no reason other than the fact that they didn't add funny to it. Um, they're th- it's right when they see the flyer for the missing cat and they get the idea to do the whole duper. Where's <laughs> the cat bring thing? Up the same thing, I think. And he says, <gasps> "Reward, Eddie. Are you thinking what I'm thinking?" And uh, what's the other cat's name? Eddie. Who cares? And Eddie, <laughs> this the, the Eddie the Sinbad cat. Uh, responds, I'm thinking about being in a spaceship with three girl cats, and we got to have sex to survive. That's what I'm thinking about. Which cool. is not not so much a joke as just sort of not it's a, a joke. It's a <laughs> whimsical non sequitur right. that could have played, again, if the show had any sense of the space it's built for itself. Mm-hmm. It just, it, fall, it, fell, it fell so flat, it hurt, it like alarmed me. Imagining yeah. the rest of the show wasn't quite so awful and he didn't tag it with and they want to have sex with me. Yeah. Uh, it's like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I'm thinking about being a spaceship with three girl cats. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, such a profound misunderstanding of humor is is rare to see on something that actually made it to television. I know. This is late 90s attitude humor, sonic like attitude a, humor. And a ton of professional comedians involved in it. Yeah. Yeah. With but but it's just like, yeah, when you give somebody uh no rules and no censorship, this is sometimes what happens. Um, <laughs> there was a, a case where, like, I remember I, I really enjoy Always Sunny in Philadelphia, it's a great show, um, incredibly funny. There was a, t- a moment though when they were given a Christmas special and they could do it off the air. They could do it like unrated on the TV. Mm. And mm. I feel like they turn the corner so hard on being like, we can say fuck now and we can, you know, uh, get really gross that it just kind of felt raw. I don't know. It felt <laughs> it, it like it made me clutch my pearls a little there, bit. And yeah, that was, there, you know, like <laughs> there's a, a really cringy song I like to play for people when just. There's a strange accident that happens. Now, this is actually giving uh, Slacker Cats a little too much credit. When mm. somebody, the song's not good and the musicians aren't special, but when somebody has like, the song is musically listenable and they've just got no interesting musical sense or anything mm. valid to say, it's a it's a song called Porn Star Dancing about just these guys who want to fuck porn stars and they're just rock stars. They're the California rock bros who want to fuck sl- strippers. Um, and that's it. That's it. And it would yeah. be it would be easy. It would be fun. It's just it's just an odd. It's an odd thing when artists have nothing to contribute and still right. sort of aren't you know still manage to be able to get there somehow. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's maybe kind of what I was like like getting at a little bit with like it made it to television because there's like there's enough filters in place between the pitch and the product usually what did they run out of reruns a full house right (laughs) but like it's so rare that 
in a in a produced thing, you see something that's so completely devoid of value. Right. You see, you you see mishap. You see things that misfired. But yes, I don't I don't know where where in the production this was ever a smart no. project. No. no. The the first. So we talked about like the you know before the the intro title screen hits, but immediately after it. They they are talking about porn and they have a calendar with cats and there is ass slapping and nipple rubbing uh-huh. and uh you know they're just kind of sitting around talking about porn. What are you doing? You know, looking for porn. She's a good woman. She doesn't have porn, Eddie. Stop it. No porn, huh? What do you call this? Hmm. Sexy, sexy. Ah. Oh, you are hot for Eddie, baby. That's again, not, yeah, they, they ruin it with the tone and they ruin it by just kind of the way they've established the show as like these are sort of semi-humanoids. There is an almost something interesting uh, because it's commenting on the fact that like people who are obsessed with cats and have cat calendars are kind of weird and that it's mm-hmm. like kind of pornographic, but they don't get there. No. Yeah. No. There's also this, this running current of the cats being sexually attracted to the owner character uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> that he's he's like which like talking i get about it nicole them. sullivan but like but come on but it's so, yeah it's just so weird it's so weird especially when again like they can talk to each other like like people like peers <laughs> and yeah, he's buckley, just like, buckley tries to be like yeah can we spend some time together tonight and she's like buckley you're my cat and he's like yeah i know but i want to fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Hey, why don't we do our criteria? Oh, oh God. Okay, run that. Run it down. <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> would we adopt these cats? No. 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 Uh, is the cat theme necessary? I, no. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, guess, yes. They they I ring guess. that bell so many times that it, you couldn't just strip it out of the show. But they're right. people. They're just right. people. They're yeah. They they yeah. could be elves, and the show would this the show could they could be elves, and you could just own elves, and that <laughs> right. This could be sense. the this could be the control delete show, or this could oh, be the penny arcade no. show, you know, and it would still kind of you know play. Yeah. They're agree. slackers. I'll, they love video games. Yeah, all you have to do is slightly edit that scene where the where she's like, "You're my cat," to just be like, "I'm not into You're you," my and like elf. everything yeah. plays. You're, You're a the gamer. gnome who lives in my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> You know so I don't gonna, date gamers. I'm gonna you know say I don't no. date gnomes. I don't. <laughs> there's cobbler gnomes. <laughs> you make my shoes. It would be weird. <laughs> um, okay, and so uh, are these indoor cats or outdoor cats? They're fucking. The, they're ocean cats. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're ocean cats with a cement shoe. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're they're outer space cats having sex in space ah, with three cats. Yeah. Are they uh, indoor cats or outdoor cats? Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Would they kill and eat a mouse? Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they. They would. don't care. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is there any other final stuff to say about this show that has to? We have to get out there because I never want to talk about it ever again. <laughs> no, I can't um, even imagine a world in which I I was even gonna consider watching episode two. If the spinner, if the spinner picks, what year was this? 2007. 19, 2007. Oh my God, it's so late. I know. Yeah. I, I, I assumed, uh, I, it does look later than I had pegged it uh, for, but in my head, the only way this show happened was in the small window of time Sinbad was the man. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the, in the time, like, Family Guy had just sort of gotten renewed. Yeah. It, it is a Family Guy type. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
and and to be fair, uh, Sinbad has had a bit of a resurgence in voice acting. Like he has had some. He's fun got a roles. voice. On on yeah. various shows, like he's Mr. Yeah. Smiley on Steven Universe. Uh, I think he was in some episodes of Lion Guard. Like he does stuff. I just you know never want to watch this one again. Yeah, this show particularly is bad. <laughs> Incredibly bad. Uh, yeah. Let's go to a sponsor, please. Thank God. Austin, I've just heard I've just heard the alarm go off inside the Sadam firehouse, and it's it's yeah. the one that says it's time for us to time to pony up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, time to pony up. <laughs> oh, time to pony up. You gotta turn that thing off. <laughs> time to pony up. Alarmo, hey Alarmo, <laughs> Alarmo, not now. Rory, continue. Oh, thanks so much, bud. Okay, so this week, everybody, we are brought to you from the good people over at Exclude the Trees. Austin, yes. Is not- So this is a, a really cool new sponsor, Exclude the Trees. Um, and, uh, you know, look, I'm going to be honest. We're coming at you from our brand new Sadam studio that has gotten a full sort of, we want a contest. And so we've got a full like Pee Wee Herman. To get this old firehouse. Well, yeah, we've yeah. got like a full Pee Wee Herman quirky sort of firehouse set uh, totally. with like Alarmo, the talking alarm and, and you know. Uh, we yeah. got some extra, like you know, Cherry and Jambi, and they're all they're all here from you know a, a garage sale uh, from the Pee Wee set, and <laughs> none of this could be possible without trees and without lumber that was used to build this set. Um, I suppose. And and as a firehouse, you know, we also have to put out fires as unlicensed <laughs> firemen, and so um, we have partnered as 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 unlicensed firemen. We've partnered with Exclude the Trees. Um, which is really just looking to not have them anymore. Because um, fires are a bigger and bigger part of the problem uh, with climate change. You know, if, yeah, if you yeah. think about what's happening is carbon dioxide burning. And you know what's doing that is trees that are on fire. So we're really hoping to just kind of really get the word out there. You know, abolish the penny is great. But like, what if we got rid of trees? What if we got um, to the root of the problem? The root oh. of the problem, which is trees. And ultimately, <laughs> everything kind of comes back to it. And you shouldn't have to be lost in the woods anymore, uh, you know, because there would no, be no more woods. They they just don't have a say anymore in, in our modern... Just lovely plains as far as the eye can see. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I have, have on authority that maybe trees said some pretty problematic stuff in the 1830s <laughs> and... Uh, you know, yeah. we should probably just get them, just chop them, chop them all down and make make more stuff, make tree houses. <laughs> I want to live in a future where you can't see the forest or the trees. Right. Yes. You know, you can see more hmm. awesome deals and uh, supermarket savings uh, from our <laughs> other sponsor at uh, All Supermarkets. <laughs> Which is also Go sponsored. Supermarkets. Go supermarkets. <laughs> we love them. We just love them so much. So exclude the trees, build a supermarket, save a horse, ride a cowboy. You know, it's all the same. Spoil the child. Spoil a child. Uh, go, go gadget. Uh, supermarket. Supermarket.
you guys, uh, we are turning to uh, maybe a, a source that in our desperation we maybe didn't trust or understand fully, and that's anime. Clang, clang. Clang, clang, clang. <laughs> clang, clang, clang. What the clang, anime clang. train? <laughs> Now I'm banging on my bars. So it's come to this. You've you've come to me. Oh, your your investigations led you all the way here. Hello again, Clarice. <laughs> I left you all the clues, Mr. Detective. I'm anime lector. Is that anything? Is that sure. something? Oh boy. An animal lector. But it sounds like animal. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. animal. Oh, whatever. You all um, get it. It's funny. It was very funny. It was a good bit. Tell us about look, this show. Hannibal so, Sensei? <laughs> <laughs> Hannibal Senpai. Oh, Hannibal <laughs> Senpai. That's what I meant to go to. Um, oh. I left. Look, look. The show I'm about to say, I think is a, it will curse you. Just to say the name of this show is some kind of, some kind of hex. Some kind of feral curse. Some sort of feral cat curse. Have your have yeah. your salt ready to throw over your shoulder or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so the show's name is All Purpose Cultural Cat Girl Nuku Nuku, and <laughs> and now you are on, now you are one of us. Now you have <laughs> now you have split into twelve kittens and. <laughs> You've realized um, that the that the bar is separating you from me. Have not been putting me in a cage. They've been putting you in a cage, and it's time to bust out. <laughs> Well, it's time to bust out the summary of this episode, and that is, so we watched episode one, and so here is the synopsis. When Renosuke's pet cat dies in an accident, his inventor father resurrects the cat by placing <laughs> its brain in an android body made in the form of a young girl. The android, Nuku Nuku, has the, di- has the dual purposes of being a companion slash sister for Renosuke. Hmm, that's a... That's yeah. upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as as well as being a bodyguard for his father, Nuku Nuku's extreme strength and feline agility are regularly needed to protect Rinosuke and his father from Rinosuke's mother, who seeks to kidnap them both following her divorce from his father. Her motives toward Rinosuke are simple motherly love. However, her genius inventor ex-husband she wants to put to work, designing weapons of mass destruction for her weapons company. So I, I, I mean, there's a lot to pick apart from this both incredibly long summary and very strange premise. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy the sort of like high concept um, interpretation, I guess, of, of what's a pretty, just a straight up family drama. Like that's yeah. fun. She's a CEO. Yeah. He's a, he's like an inventor employee who ran off with a robot, but it's the same it's the same thing. It's a yeah, dad. It's like a council of dads, but with yeah. you know, with robots, <laughs> with cat, with cat girls. <laughs> yeah. Um, before yeah. we sell you too much on it, um, I don't know. It's it's got it's a very. When did this come out, Andy? Uh, the 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 all-purpose cultural cat girl Nuku Nuku uh, was released on VHS and Laserdisc in 1992. 92 yeah it's a very i love the vibe i i really do it's dig got that the, really great animation from the late 80s and early 90s uh uh-huh. yes. it feels like a bubblegum crisis or an apple mm-hmm. seed kind of mm-hmm. thing or dirty pear it just has that like it makes you think about better shows <laughs> oh, yeah. when you're watching it and you're like oh i could be watching bubblegum crisis right now <laughs> but you're not but you're not you're watching nuku nuku uh I guess uh, Andrew, yeah, you went on a big tirade and made me and, and it forced me and Austin to say the whole name every time. 
Sorry, so. sorry, 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 sorry. All purpose cultural cat girl nuku nuku. Thank you. Um, so uh, the, the salient details. This is so. What, what's interesting to me about it is that it was based the the manga it's based on was just a single volume. It was like three chapters published over like three or four months, uh, and that was it. It was basically like a little one shot story of like, hey, here's the thing with the cat and it goes in the robot body. Isn't that kind of fun? Eh, there's some action. Boom. It opens on a pretty fun bit of Japanicana of like. They, it is a thing to eat KFC on Christmas. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, and it's fun yeah. when you're an American and you kind of because they're they're not really aping you know traditional Christmas. They're aping American Christmas, and it's KFC. It's it's a. I, I like yeah. what they've done there. I like what they've no, done with it. I do too. I love I love the real world fact that Japanese people love KFC on Christmas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's such an amazing thing. Uh, but uh, this. I guess the the interesting thing about it though is that it's uh, it's an OVA. I don't know if you guys are familiar with what an OVA actually is. I but... know they're like a thing between a like there's just a it's like a film festival event. It's like any length and any number of episodes. It's yeah, kind of free. it's it's totally a free format. Uh, it, they're basically direct to video miniseries or like single episode one shots or whatevers. Uh, and in the olden days, in the 80s and the 90s, a lot of times they would be sort of like anime tryouts, like we'll produce an OVA. We've got the budget to make like three really good episodes, and then we'll see if any networks want to turn that into a show. Uh, and that's what happened to Nuku Nuku. So like this is a this is a six episode OVA that later got turned into a whole show, uh, which is, you know, I guess kind of the, the thing you want at the time to get it on television. But other other times, like an OVA will be used to like end a show. Like they'll do a big ad- adaptation, but then like like in Love Hina or something. Love Hina would, did like an OVA called Love Hina. Okay, again, start raining in, raining ended in. Ended the show. <laughs> so like OVAs are like a really weird thing. But Andy, but, your like, foxtail is showing. <laughs> I have nine of them. We haven't punished him one. enough. Uh, so it's yeah. So it's a weird format uh, that we don't really have over here. I mean, we have direct to video, but they're they're like direct to video usually means trash. <laughs> it's usually for the Scorpion King four. It's like a web series in kind of freedom and, yeah. and concept. And uh, but what but I think is obviously cool about them is that the budget per episode on an OVA uh, is usually higher than an actual produced television show, uh, which is the opposite of direct to video shit. Like, you know, those weird those weird Little Mermaid sequels and stuff or, or whatever that they made that they would or make at the very least you won't be on such an extreme time crunch to get it made. So, right. Yeah. yeah so like both, the, the both quality, of those things stretch a dollar further. Totally. And so, yeah, the quality of this show from a visual standpoint is very high, uh, largely due to the fact that it is an OVA, which uh, which stands for original video animation, if I didn't say that already. So that's my little that's my little diatribe. I, I like yeah. watching it. All right. Uh, now put your wand away. OK. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the the biggest I think the biggest bone to pick I have with this show comes from the beginning. Um the 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 way it begins is is this it feels very akira actually it's like yeah they're a, in an autodystopia they're being hunted mm-hmm. yeah they're being hunted by a predatory helicopter um of girls in cat helmets and like cutesy it's like a lisa frank helicopter that <laughs> is kind of funny the poison one i really actually love the poison one um yeah. and the whole villain system but um the boy on Christmas finds this gutter cat, this cute little gutter cat, and brings <laughs> yeah. him into the car where they're they're fleeing. Well, he's pissing. He's pissing, and his dad yells from the car, Renoske, haven't you finished peeing yet, son? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and he comes back uh, with an empty bladder and a full heart with this cat. Um, and can't lose. He wants to. <laughs> uh, and he he wants to keep the cat for Christmas, and uh, he gets told not to. But they, you know, they they dodge a hail of gunfire, um, but escape the helicopter, and then the cat is has been shot and looks like the cat is dead. Mm-hmm. And they have an android in the back seat. Also, <laughs> they have it looks kind of like the skeleton of a like powered off android, like android bones in the <laughs> in the back seat of the car. And the dad kind of looks at the dead cat and is like, hmm, unless and then and then and then laughs really loud. I'd like oh to drop God. the we have to drop the room. Your dad is going to give you the best Christmas present ever. <laughs> it's so it's so aggressive it's like the it's like the titus laugh from ff10 or uh oh, God. <laughs> yeah. the forced laugh where he yeah. learns to laugh <laughs> but it also it also made me want to do one of those like uh those piano harmonization videos where i put chords to his laugh because it, <laughs> yes. it was pretty musical in an uncomfortable way rue your dad is gonna give you the best christmas present ever well so here's the part that gives me guff uh so it cuts it does a hard cut from me from whence the guff comes (laughs) from uh, yeah if you're waiting for guffman from whence the guff Um, comes (laughs) uh it does a hard cut from that i'm i me thinks i'm gonna maybe make a robot uh some sort of cat robot and then to the first day of school for this Nuku Nuku cat girl who has now sort of fully integrated herself into the life of this family in Renosuke, and they're just going to go to school. And I just wish we could have gotten more of yeah. the in-between because without getting any sort of like further explanation, I didn't understand that the cat's brain was in this body. Maybe it's supposed to be understood, but there was no dialogue clarifying it. I thought it was just a a, a cat-themed robot. Uh, If the show wasn't called All-Purpose Cultural Cat Girl, um, you could could definitely miss it. And also the (laughs) hard cut between, what am I going to do about this dead cat? Cut to uh, sort of uh, cultural cat girl with the little cat fang they do. Yeah, Uh, but to me... It's an inference, though. You're not wrong. It's not it's not a hundred percent through line that you see a dead cat and then think, hmm, maybe I'll I'll jam it scrape in the bones, out the brain jam it in yeah. my robot bone. And yeah, then it's, the it's cat not will, like Astro Boy did with like, you right. know, his, he looks his boy, his dead boy, and then like he built yeah. the, the boy and like we sort of got clarification that it wasn't the boy, he built it in his image and like all that other right. stuff. And it's right? a it's it's an otherwise like there's nowhere else is there a re- like I mean, I guess if if we're to presuppose that this is like a hyper intelligent cat slash mm-hmm. you know slash brain who now has human I, speech, <laughs> yeah, then I guess it makes sense that they're so like unaware of the world. But I think in the context of you've just given life, you've just breathed life into a you know into an android. It's what are we supposed to? Are we supposed to put those two things together? That it's yeah, it's perfectly plausible. Muddy. It's plurf- it's p- perfectly it's uh it's perfectly plausible that that's just how robots learn or new brains right. like mm-hmm. it's yeah um, so yeah. it's muddy 
it's money. It's money, sure. and we could have had some really awesome scenes and and time to build character and build relationships and understand how they relate to each other. Like, how does Renosuke theoretically the core, the heart of this show is Renosuke and Nuku Nuku? Yeah, but I have no idea what he even thinks about her. Oh yeah, we, 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 we could have had a ton of like really great hijinks, sla- like slacker cat style with the corpse of the cat. <laughs> oh. We could have done a lot of fun stuff, you know. And, uh, oh no, we our, lost the cat. Uh. This is our dead cats episode, I guess. Wah wah. Yeah, I have a bone to pick with this dub. Okay. Uh, is it is this, it all the voices? No, I like the voices fine. They okay. they serve they serve fine in a, in a way that I'm used to from dubs of this era. Is it the office lady gag? No, what it is is the is the way they the way they pronounce the names. Oh yeah, f- because the kid's name is Dionosuke. Dionosuke. And they just say Renosuke because obviously yes, Americans find R Y U hard to do in a in a in a authentic way. They'll say like Renosuke and like there's a choice to be made, right? Sure. But then his dad's name is Kyusaku. And we say Q all the time, like in the word cute or something. Q is not a hard sound to make. But they call him Kusaku because I guess they decided like, well, if we made Ryu to Ru, we should make Q to Ku, like some sort of consistency choice. But I think it makes it just sound even worse, like from a person who has any sort of context with the it language. could also be they just don't have a they just don't have a Japanese like language coach on hand. <laughs> it's and true. They just, That's they just took their true. best guess at pronouncing these things. <laughs> How hard yeah. could it be? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you know? Yeah, Renoski, right? Renoski. Renoski. Rude. Listen. Perfect. He's like a Russian <laughs> kid now. I'm Renoski. <laughs> but uh what i also really like is that uh for for no reason they keep san in for this particular context of papa san which is what she calls the dad and they say son and it makes him sound like the fucking chair like the papa zan chair and (laughs) (laughs) and i just kept thinking of him as like the chair father from this point on because she keeps relentlessly calling him Papa San, even when he's like, even in public, which is weird. Right. Call me, call me, call me teacher. Don't call me Papa Dad. <laughs> don't, don't call me Daddy. Call me teacher. Ugh. Which is uncomfortable too, because other people keep commenting on maybe that's his mistress, or maybe that uh-huh. like she's pretty and and like and and we do get the sense that you know he's kind of like protective of her and maybe a you know. In yeah. uncomfortable in the way. dirty way yeah in the dirty way yeah, i know uh, so i don't love that. oh there's <laughs> some lines that we have to drop that when she gets to school because she's in high school but ryanosuke is in uh in elementary, elementary school so they go to yeah. different schools and uh she goes to high school and all the boys are so perved out so fast on her and she like smiles and winks and has the little like one anime girl fang and uh and like they just blow up. They say things like, Nuka Nuka, you sure have really beautiful and powerful legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the dad freaks out and he like. Because he's the like homeroom this, teacher. Yeah, he's their homeroom teacher. And he has like one of the best line deliveries of the episode with like. A, Why do you have to learn about Nuku Nuku in my class? Now, pay attention. <laughs> 
Now pay attention. <laughs> Even though just a second before that, he was taking pride that they were like super. He was like, I guess I should be happy she's an idol. Means I did an excellent job creating her. Yeah. And then he does a heel turn and he's I like made pissed her about it. I did good. Daddy did good. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about Akiko. Let's talk about mom. Yeah, mom's great, actually. Mom is I mean, awesome. Well, so I was on board with her because she's like the CEO of a big, powerful company, uh, uh, like MHI, the like Matsu. Oh, yeah, it? yeah Matsuda Mi- Mishima, Heavy Mishima Heavy Industry or something or yes. Mashima. Yeah, yeah something, something like, that. like that. And I guess it's a family lineage, like her grandfather is the one who pull- who's pulling the strings. Nepotism. But, yeah, totally. But like she's this Surreal. powerful uh, shoulder pad, you know, CEO. And 90s she woman. has, yes, she has this um, powerful squad of office ladies, um, uh, like Arisa and, who's the and other Kyoko. One? Kyoko, and they're fun. And I like this this squad, this villain squad, because you don't see a hench squad that's all ladies. And yeah. they have fun banter, and they are they do just seem like people. They're not like wicked evil people. It's fun that they're office ladies and fighter pilots, and like yeah. kind of bloodthirsty. <laughs> Uh-huh. There's a line. There's a line at some point where they blow the shit up out of uh, out of Renoske and his dad's car, and they're like, "Well, obviously, we'll just say they got away." <laughs> assuming they <laughs> assuming they just murdered these these guys. Yeah. Oh, we lost them. <laughs> Dang. They're kind of sociopathic a little bit, but also down to earth. You know, they're just like us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That they also just like flying the poison one helicopter with their cat helmet. <laughs> they put their cat helmet on one one ear at a time. <laughs> <laughs> there is there's another really good moment. Arisa's the like really bloodthirsty one, and Kyoko's the one who's kind of like, I don't know about this. Yeah. And they're sort of going off mission late in the episode and doing a little more than they should, and Kyoko like raises the issue. And Arisa turns around with no context and just yells, I fly poison one to alleviate my stress. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I really, yeah. Honestly, I, if they were the good guys, I would love this show a lot more. I'd follow yeah. it from the other, the opposite side. Because, because the the mom kind of has a point. Like the mom, Akiko, loves her son. She loves Renosuke, and she wants him back. And she doesn't want her deadbeat, divorced husband, uh, uh, just like hanging out. He stole this robot from her company because he was worried it was going to get used for the military. Well, and, okay, right? he does. He does. He say does this, work right? at a weapons company, so it's like so come he on, works bro. at a weapon company. But the, the, I found his wording uncomfortably vague because he said he assumes that like when the when it, when the when Akiko's grandfather was like, I need that android finished immediately. He assumed there was only one practical use for such an android, and I just simply cannot allow my android to be used like that. And that's either military or sex, right? Oh, fuck. Oh, God. And I didn't know which one he meant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because any reasonable person would assume he knew he was making a weapon. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Right. Oof. Oof-a-doofa. So Um, I don't know, right? I don't know. And and so... But I was, I mean, I was still on board with the mom until she started trashing public schools. Because she was saying that <laughs> Renosuke is going to that terrible public school. And I was like, well, hold on a minute. <laughs> and she now, just started outlining her school vouchers program. And I was oh, really God. checked out. <laughs> yeah, until we, now suddenly she's turned into Betsy DeVos over here. And like, oh, <laughs> she had me Man. for a minute. Oh. <laughs> 
but yeah, she's funny. I like that. I like that when the you know the proverbial cameras are off, she like turns off her like tough lady persona and just like starts watching the video of her like son and her dad <laughs> yeah. and being angry and crying, and then I don't know. And it's, then it, she gets walked in nice. on while she's crying, and we have to drop the line where she's like, "What I'm watching and why I'm crying isn't your business." <laughs> There's a there's a kind of fun salient line. Well, it's not really a line. I don't know. I, I maybe I maybe I overread into it. But um, so she has found out about this public school. I forget if that's just like intel from the fighter pilot office ladies. Um, yeah, yeah, because they had they had footage of of uh, of the two of them on a tandem bike, and she was like driving like crazy through the. You know, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They caught her. So they they caught her triangulated on the her exactly. Yeah. Um. So so anyway, um, the fighter pilots have been detached to go blow up the school or something. Um, uh, Nuku sees them, or is it? I don't remember the exact order. Do they get attacked first? Anyway, she runs up to the roof to like square off with the helicopter. Uh, we cut to these two slacker bros just sitting <laughs> yes. on the roof, and I like that they're just they basically say something like, Man, this would be so much more fun if girls would hang out with us. I wish yeah, girls skip class too. Maybe the problem's us. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Well, and it's kind of it's kind of funny these like wholesome truants up top here. Like, <laughs> yeah. are like like as soon as she comes out and they they're for, they don't say something gross or like trying to hit on her. They're like, "Hey, do you want to get some tea or something?" <laughs> 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 oh, I don't. Yeah, yeah. So all the, the nonsense, the nonsense is what happens next, and it doesn't really let up for a long time. No, no. Um, no. This part got a little hard for me to track, but essentially it's it's helicopter battle against <laughs> against cat girl robot and yeah. At some point she jumps onto the windscreen and she falls real far and then she puts a log through it. <laughs> she <laughs> she throws a whole log uh serenity style just chucks a log through the window. Uh-huh. And uh then there's a a mech suit that pops out. Right. And that gets yes. suplexed. So then she's so a cat girl robot suplexes a mech, it, and, which uh, is uh, it was an odd um, place for them to put the line they put in right before she does that. She says, "I, I wasn't built for war." Then runs and does battle with a <laughs> warrior mech yeah. with a mech warrior yeah. suplexes does. a lady to death, and and not not without that line. And then the suplex, and right in the middle, sandwished in oh, the middle, is, is a panty is a panty is shot, panty shot, pantsu. yeah. Yeah, so, so kind of everything you need to know about this show in that like little ten second <laughs> clip is. So, do you think that the dad gave her anatomically like anatomical parts? I, or, I we're not we're not imagine. gonna we're not. Maybe she's just doing them for modesty, so nobody sees her robotics. <laughs> That's where all the controls are. <laughs> oh God! All of her USB no. ports. <laughs> I hate it. I want to leave. I want to no, no, die. No. Before we do the criteria, there's one there's one more really good line uh, right at the end. Uh, the dad, uh, have, after they've won, um, and Kyoko's, like, looking really worried, uh, the dad says, Hey, you! Tell Akiko we're not going to run anymore. Whenever she's ready, yeah. you can all come visit. And immediately the kid is like, That was really cool, dad. It was. <laughs> pretty good I'm daddy's good. getting a, a good, treat I'm tonight. amazing I made this hot robot Nuku awesome. prepare daddy's treat <laughs> <laughs> oh god um would we adopt this cat well yeah 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 
<laughs> Andy, Andy had to check with himself. Well, <laughs> what's my level of depravity today? Yeah, no, I'd do it. <laughs> I, I, mm, I don't think I would. I think oh, she take started that moral to get, high road just because no, we debauched no, ourselves. Purely because her voice was intensely grating to me. What? You don't like her? Come on. I, I can't. I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it. Well, the, she does do that, like, how the, she screams at the start of the, like, <laughs> we didn't talk about that, her scream. Oh, the cigarette. She had to imitate human uh, pain. Human, human pain. Is the cat theme necessary? No, uh, no, definitely not. No, I don't know about that. I think if they play a little harder on the fact, I don't know what they do in the following episodes, but if, maybe not in this episode that we watched, but in a world where they played more on the fact that she has a cat brain and she did some more weird cat shit. There would need to be an understanding of what an android acts like and and also what a normal human brain in an android should do. Right, because it's very, very similar to Astro Boy at this point. Like like the things that, oh, he's just a young robot boy. His his brain is developing. Like, same shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't need a cat brain in there to to (laughs) sort of... Yeah, but it I'd does, like to the see cat, more. The cat brain does justify the like robot cat ears that come out. You know what I'm talking about? And that's really yeah. hot. We like those robot cat ears because yeah, it's 1992 sure. and we're otakus, all three of us. And uh, is this cat a indoor or outdoor cat? This is an outdoor cat. She's throwing logs, <laughs> jumping on <laughs> helicopters. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I was going to argue until you said the, the, that stuff. You're right. Uh, would she, she rides her bike like, right over those people's porch? No, they're over their veranda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would she kill and eat a mouse? If she has a cat brain, I think definitely she would kill and eat a mouse. I think she would, but Seems I wouldn't like- see it. <laughs> it would be so <laughs> gross. <laughs> I'd, I'd sign up for the show if she did. I'd, I'd just see her outside just pouncing, Papa looking son. around. I brought you a treasure (laughs) I brought you your lunch Well you know life's hard out here for an alley cat And you know you never know what you're going to run into When you're trying to get across the country and make it into Mexico And Just uh, like the slacker cats we didn't even get out of the city we didn't. No. We, we didn't get no. out of the city. We didn't make it out of city limits. And in fact, I died. Like I, something happened to me, and I'm just, uh, you know, I'm dead. I'm a dead cat now. And one of you has I to put wear you, me. Like I put a on suit. your skin suit, and I go. Yeah, <laughs> we went there. <laughs> we really went there this week. Oh, brother! <laughs> uh, you're no, such no, a stewie. Oh, look. Wait, Austin died now too. So now Rory's wearing me as a skin suit, and Austin's <laughs> brain is getting put into a robot. Can you believe an average white man dared to go there? <laughs> We're so profane. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Well, thanks for sticking oh, with us on, in this particular week of the cats of the summer of cats. It got uh, rough. It, it, was a, it was a rough one. Did you uh, say you got robbed? No. No, it got rough. But we oh, did get rough. robbed. No, um, I, thought you, I thought it was just the audience. Like, you, guys were de- <laughs> you guys were deprived. <laughs> Quality content. Uh, but yeah, what are our what are our thoughts on this on this penultimate week here of of our summer of cats? Uh, my thoughts are I can't wait for next week. Uh, yeah, it, it really look, establishes a uh, a looking forward to more to doing something new, <laughs> to, to never coming back here ever again. I to putting as many miles between me and Slacker Cats as I can. 
Yeah. <laughs> Put on my lead boots it's, and just drive, baby. Yeah, yeah, we've seen a we've seen a deep new low point, and I guess that's worthy of some kind of you know, with mm-hmm. everything we've watched, everything we've watched, we keep you know, we keep diving into the Marianas trench a little bit further <laughs> yeah. and finding new unknown creatures. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad we hadn't planned a Slacker Cats arc just to see how hard, how fast we bailed out of doing that. Because <laughs> we only watched one oh, episode. Oh, this is so. our eight episode Slacker Cats arc. We're going to, oh, oh no. I mean, we bailed out of that Greek arc really fast. We bailed out of the Greek arc. <laughs> Oh, uh, what was what was the other? Didn't, didn't we watch something else that we just really hated on, as like a, a, a hated special? Things. Uh, something yeah. recently. Regardless, that was that. That's all. That's all. And to, next week we do have two certified bangers for you that are sure to please. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's gonna be a hit. It's gonna be a, <laughs> yeah. a four quadrant what hit. Haven't we done yet? Yeah. Extra credit to see if you guys can guess <laughs> which which cat shows we haven't done yet that clearly we're going to do. Uh, I think you'll find them to be pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. So, hey, thanks for, thanks for being with us, and we're going to see you next Tuesday. Yeah.